All right. So um, I was discerning with the Dominicans for about six months of my life. This was about 2021. But the diocese I was in, I mean, I was discerning. So you still do like parish diocese discernment stuff just because it's not like there's a house of studies for the friary right nearby. So I would go to the like come and seize with the Dominicans, but I would still do like discernment stuff in my parish. You love the Dominicans. Hey, I did too. And uh, so I did like discernment stuff. And one time at a dinner, so they host these men's dinners for like men to, you know, they bring you in with the food and then they talk to you. And uh, one of these dinners, they had a, a nun come and speak. And I don't remember what order, but she was super sweet. And we started to like listen to her. And she told this story. And at the end of it, she was like, God is enough. And she goes, and so if any of you boys are wondering if like you can give up marriage and having a family, you need to remember that God is enough. Like it's enough. You're good. And it was so like simple and profound. And I was like, dang, she's got a point. She made it, <laughs> she made it hard to, uh, you know, not join the priesthood. But uh, that's the key I want to talk about today is God, God is enough, especially during Lent. And so I'm doing this like Exodus thing with the guys where you give up like hot showers and you give up, you know, good food, basically everything. And it was last night I really wanted um, a Rice Krispie. <laughs> And I just thought to myself, I'm like, eh, God is enough. I kind of like came back and reminded myself, like, it's good enough. Like, I got a relationship with Christ. It's really all I need. And guys, you know, I'm a coach. I'm like a fitness coach, but I'm also, you know, it comes down to being a life coach, really. And I can't tell you that how, like, the biggest driver, guys, of people's life is the thoughts that they let into their mind. And if you choose to have really good thoughts, you're going to have amazing emotions and then our emotions dictate our actions. Okay. So it's, there's like a four step process to like life. And step one is circumstances, like things happen to us. And then the second thing happens, which is thoughts. So we have thoughts based on those circumstances. And then the third thing that happens is we feel emotion from those thoughts. And then the emotions lead us to taking action. And that's how life works. And then we take action, we're in new circumstances. And then that cycle repeats. So the big step is step two, thoughts. And so if you can gatekeep the bad thoughts and you keep them away and you only think the good thoughts, what does that do? Affects your emotions, but then affects your actions because you can't change the circumstances. So you have to learn what thoughts to let in. That's the number one. If I could teach all these Catholic guys like one thing, it would just be like, think better thoughts. It's not about the macronutrients or the almond butter. It's think better thoughts. So the best thought to have is God is enough. <laughs> it's the best one because um, you don't that like um, it stops you from ever seeking more pleasure. And usually pleasure is like the opposite direction of vice, especially when you're on like a self-improvement path. So one sec. So if you are like wanting to lose weight, you know, I'll tie back to fitness and you tell yourself, yeah, God is enough. Like that stops you from saying like, well, I need to have a cupcake. I need to like eat this pizza. God is enough. If you want to be lazy and like watch Netflix, God is enough. Like you don't need to be comfortable. God is enough. And so it's hard in the beginning to think thoughts like this because, you know, we're fallen and we want to just be comfortable and lazy, but it takes so little to be happy. 
So I want guys to be happy and like content with where they're at. And then I want them to spend most of their time like pursuing virtue. And it takes so little to be happy. We know there's, uh, what's that order called where they pray all the time? Not Capuchin, the other one, Carthusian. We know there's Carthusian monks that, oh my gosh, I think they get like two hours a week to talk. The rest of the time they're in their cell and they pray. And they're probably pretty content. In fact, my buddy is best friends with one of them. And when they catch up like once a year, he's like, dude, the guy is super chill. He's super happy. Okay, so we know that happiness isn't tied to like, I have to be comfortable. I have to have all these things. God is enough, clearly. Buddhist monks, they did like a study. Time Magazine did like a study where they measured the alpha of waves of brain in Buddhist monks. And they were like higher than any other profession. And I know priests have they done the same thing. And priests are like generally of a happier disposition than any other profession. Okay, so we know, like we all know. It's, uh, you need very little to be happy once you're, ha- but you have to think those thoughts. Obviously priests are like trained to have good thoughts. Like they, they've, when you go to seminary, there's like four pillars that they work on. And one of them is like personal development. Like they literally make the priests self-develop. So they're trained to have the right thoughts. That's what I want Catholics that aren't priests to do. I want them to train themselves to have these good thoughts so that you can have better emotions. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's 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 really what it comes down to. So this Lenten season, you know, if you're a Catholic guy and you're giving up something, hopefully you gave up a lot because it toughens you. It makes you if a man's character is really only revealed in times of adversity. I don't I don't really give a shit about how a guy acts if it's like comforting and like it's a good time period in life. It's when like the rubber hits the road. Like when work is really tough or he started a business and they haven't made money in like six months or he's like super stressed, then his character's like revealed. It's like the door opens up. That's like the real man. But most guys don't even try to find who they really are. They just live a life of comfort. And it's terrible because we have to grow. So what's probably going to happen if you do this, let's say you like give up a lot for Lent. Let's say you do like Exodus or something. Um, Let's say you're doing it and you're crushing it, okay? But then there's going to be a point where it's like 10 p.m. and, you know, you're super tired and you get to bed late and you didn't eat so you're hungry and it's just a terrible night and you got to get up at like 4 a.m. because you have to, you know, go pray and then go to the gym. You know, I just can't do this. And it's in these times of adversity that like a man's character is revealed, right? It's not when everything's comfortable and you're at a bar and you're chill. So it's like in that moment, Like, will he get up at 4 a.m.? He told himself he will. Is he going to break character? Is he going to break his word? And men are like really scared to do that because you can't lie to yourself. So that is why when we come back to this statement that like God is enough, like I have a relationship with God. I really don't need anything else. I don't need to be comfortable at 4 a.m. I can be tired. It doesn't really matter as long as I have God. And then once I have God, now I know I have God, I'll just spend the rest of my time trying to be virtuous. Most guys won't put themselves there, but that's like, that's like the real shit. That's like all that matters is like that stuff, like getting deep to know who you are, really figuring out like what your character is. Cause then like, what if you fail? What if you like sleep in? You can play the pretend Lottie da game that all of America and the West does, which is like, everyone's just fake and talks about sports and like the weather and like no one talks about real stuff. Everyone's on meds and watches Netflix. Or you can play like the real game with yourself and with God, which is like if you miss that wake up time, dude, that's huge. And every guy knows this. Like you got to go look in the mirror and you got to say, shit, I'm the type of guy 
that tells myself I'm going to get up at a certain time. And because I'm tired, I didn't. And now I don't even trust myself. And I expect my son to like look up to me with this type of disposition. And this is the type of man I am. These are the thoughts. This is a real game if you guys want to play it. All right. I'm not, you don't have to play this game. You can go watch Netflix. Be like, what, you see the Bears fuck through the touchdown? Aaron Rodgers. You can go play that game. I don't care. But if you want to play like the real game where you inspire men and men look at you and they're like, damn, dude. And you know what? I'll tell you something. That's what gets people evangelized is when you're just the type of man that people are attracted to. And they're just like, I just want what you have. And I'm like, and you'd be like, okay, well, you know, <laughs> this is the breakdown. I have this like deep relationship with God. So if you want to know more and be like me, go, go to RCIA. It's like, bet. Multiple, I've done that with multiple guys, just a heads up. Like that's, that's my stance on evangelization. You heal yourself, become the, become the man that you admire most in the world. Like you have a vision of what like you idealized is become that and then just give that to the world. It's like, man, like guys, I have a, I have a letter. Do you see that? A letter up there of like my ideal man, like of who Joe, the best version of Joe is. And I read it every day because my goal in life is just to become that man. And then I can just give it to everyone, all the people I meet. That's the best way to love. Right. And what did I used to do? I used to not do any of that, even though I know that that's what's most virtuous. I used to not do any of that. And I would just like read a bunch about philosophy and theology. And that's why I'm so, so adamant that that's not the solution. I'll die on that hill. Okay. Is this making sense? We went off script a little. <laughs> Let's come back. Um, God is enough when you're, sh- um, God is enough and you'll be prone to vice when you're bored. And so when that happens, let's say you get bored and you're prone to vice, you're going to have the thought of wanting to do the vice. And you have to remember God is enough. If you have a relationship with Christ, that is sufficient to make you happy. And once you're happy, just spend your time trying to be virtuous. All right. You'll feel better. And that's the game because you want the character. Remember, everyone wants these like great character qualities. Men, what, what Instagram reels pop off? It's the ones of men being like courageous, integral disciplined, visionaries, leaders. Okay. You want all these like esteemed qualities, but those take like so much work. That takes so much work. That takes like it's 11 PM and you have to get up at 4 AM and it doesn't even matter how tired you are. Okay. But you can't have both. You can't have like the comfort life and all these esteemed qualities. And that's what people try to do. They try to like flaunt these qualities but you know, like you have to earn them and you have to play that game with the man in the mirror. There's that famous poem, the man in the glass. And it's like the opinion who's the, the man's opinion who matters most is the one in the man in the glass or something like that. It's like a famous poem. It's all about how like, dude, who cares what everyone else thinks? It's like all of life is just a game with yourself. It's kind of deep, but it needs to be said because everyone's so fake. Hold on. Getting a call. So everyone's so fake and um, it's scary to like be real because everyone's fake. But like when you break out and you just play the game with yourself, you're like, all right, what do you really need to work on? Maybe you're terrible with money. Maybe you can't trust yourself at all. Maybe you cheat, whatever it is to just play that game to always get better. Dude, that, that levels you up so quick. Most people can't even make eye contact. I'll go to a grocery store 
and I make eye contact, like everyone that passes me, I just like head nod or whatever and make eye contact. Most people can't even do that. Guys, and this is why, <laughs> this is why if you have a dream, if you have like a, let's say like a business idea, it's like, dude, now is the time because everyone is so freaking mid. You can steamroll competition. Not even close. Okay. Okay. All right. That's <laughs> we're talking about like 10 topics. But it's all good. Um, yeah. So just a summary. God is enough. During this Lenten season, I want you all to remember that when, you, when you're when uh, you desiring vice, God is enough. And just to remember that, just quickly, immediately end the thought like, man, I want a cheesecake. I want to drink, whatever. Immediately end the thought and think like, oh, I have a relationship with Christ. I'm good. Boom. And then it'll stop you from having the emotion of like hunger and like, you know, desire and all this dopamine. Excuse me. And it'll stop you from taking the action. Okay. Those are my thoughts for Lenten season. This is something I was thinking about last night when I was very hungry. So, all right, guys, I hope you got value from this. If you did drop a like, I'll be going live five times a week. And if you are a Catholic man who wants to practice what you preach, you can go ahead and DM me fit and I will see if I can help you out. All right, guys, have a great rest of your weekend. I will talk to you all soon and God bless.